0: Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back
1: to us and to you, I guess, too. (laughs) I know. It's been a minute.
0: It feels like for me. Yeah, it has, definitely. Welcome Um, back.
1: mm Mm-hmm. So, I I kind of went on an adventure while while we were away. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I said it on here, but I, um, well, I, I think I definitely said you I was did. going on vacation, but I didn't, I don't know if I said where mm-hmm. I'm going. I went to Hawaii. Ooh. So that was awesome. Amazing. Um, It was a very long flight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I that, I mean, you honestly went to the furthest point across. I feel like you could have went.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if. I mean that's pretty far, but maybe Australia's farther. I don't know.
0: Oh, I meant like in the United States. <laughs> oh well, I yeah, have obviously. Definitely said that. <laughs> no, you're right.
1: Um, yeah, the farthest point in the U.S. from where where I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and no, it was awesome. I saw my friend get married, and mm-hmm. we saw like beautiful plants and wildlife. Um, we went to we went on the road to Hana, mm-hmm. which is like. Hana is a like a little town um or city I don't I don't know if it's a town or city but mm. either one um but the road there is like covered in like beautiful plants and little trails that you can stop at um and it was like on a cliffside the whole time pretty much
0: oh, that's um, so beautiful
1: it was you know it was beautiful but it was also it took a long time to drive on because it was like these twisty turvy yeah roads that are 10 miles per hour so oh
0: wow 10 miles per hour is crazy i don't even think yeah. my foot is capable of doing less than like 25
1: no it was, it was you would have been able to go slow on this road because there's no way you could go fast true <laughs> they were um yeah it was like 15 10-15 miles per hour the whole way and it was like 20 to 30 miles
0: wow oh wow so it was a lot <laughs> oh wow
1: but that's that was crazy. honestly one of the highlights. So Yeah.
0: That's really awesome.
1: Cool. Um, and the the water at the beach, super, super clear. Like Ooh. you can see right through to the floor. Like, yes, of course. Um, and okay. it's not like North Carolina beaches at all because the water like you can't see through the water at the in the North Carolina beaches. But
0: <laughs> Right, right. I mean occasionally you can. Yeah, yeah. But
1: But this was like
0: yeah. clear. Yeah, a whole um, it's a whole different level over there. Yeah, so that was really cool. The Pacific Ocean.
1: Uh, yes. Nice. Yep.
0: I've never been in that ocean before.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I have now, so that's cool. Amazing. Um, and we also went zip lining one day. Ooh, so that was really fun.
0: Was that scary? I've never been zip on either. See,
1: I thought it was gonna be scary, but honestly, when you're all strapped up in like a harness, mm-hmm. um. It's it's not scary. It feels like you're kind of on a slide, you know.
0: Yeah, kind of. So just hanging there. On yeah,
1: screen. it was fun. I kind of want to do it again.
0: So yeah, well, we should. Yeah. And actually, I have I have went zip lining, but like on a course. So like not through a beautiful scenery. Well, this was on I'm a saying. course. Yours was but, a course. Yeah, it was a course. Oh, but like it was in Hawaii, so it's a little different. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I little mean more pretty. We had a guide, um, like a little tour guide girl. She was um, telling us all these facts about just Hawaii facts. So mm. that was cool.
0: Um That's awesome. Yeah. Well, while you were having that grand old time in Hawaii, I was watching over your house and your cat. Yes, um, yes,
1: thank you. Of course.
0: <laughs> and... It was very fun, you know, me and little Parm, we're besties now, and aside from Parm, it was also, p- like, pretty much still Halloween vibes when you were in Hawaii, mm-hmm. you know, you went, like, basically on Halloween, so, yes. <sighs> just, a, you know, a few days after that, um, I decided I was gonna do a little seance in Savannah's house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, just cause, I mean, I was there, and, you know, it was still Halloween, vibes so i was like, let's see see, yeah i
1: i wish i was there for that like i feel like we need to do it again we're
0: absolutely gonna do it again (laughs) (laughs) okay absolutely we are and you know it was nothing crazy that i got but i did in fact also do a seance in your shed and that is where the creepy stuff was happening it was not it was just very scary out there in that shed i don't know if it's just because it looks scary Mm -hmm. i don't know is there it.
1: anything you can tell us?
0: Well, well, I mean, there were a couple storylines that were making sense that they were telling us. We were using the SCs method where I was with my friend Dina, and one of us would put, like, we would blindfold ourselves and then put these noise-canceling headphones on and then use this. It's like a radio frequency thing that, like, scans different radio frequencies, and ghosts can allegedly speak through it. hmm Using their energy or whatever. And so we all you can do is hear words. In your, like you hear a bunch of static and then words occasionally. And so, yeah, they were like, so there was a bunch of like men talking. And there was one going on and on and on about how they were like chasing this man down this mountain.
1: They oh. just
0: kept saying over and over in my ears, like chasing the man down the mountain, chasing the man down the mountain. And I was oh like, my God. okay, sir, like you go chase that man. Down that mountain. So I don't know about that, but then the last time we did it, it did in fact tell us to go to the shed and we and we were a little bit too scared to go to the shed after it said that because then it was like get out. <gasps> so, oh my gosh. Yeah well that, um, that was so. seance that was a little scary. you know that was the only thing that was scary though. So maybe it was just somebody pulling a little prank. You know, a little ghost prank. That's what I'm going to go with anyway. So my property is haunted. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) just the shed. Maybe just the shed. Maybe the, I mean, the property for sure haunted, (laughs) but like, I think in my ghostly opinion, I think your house is solid. Like there might be some people in there, but they're chilling, but the shed, a different story.
1: Okay. Good to know. Good to know.
0: So yeah, we'll have to do another seance and tell you guys what we find. Oh, we definitely have to. <laughs> we have to. It would be too fun. Far too fun.
1: Yeah, I want to try the ST's method. Yeah. Because I've, I've never done it. Like, I've just heard about it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's very scary. You feel <laughs> like you're 11 from Stranger Things when they, like, take away all your other senses. That's why you get blindfolded. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the same, like, thought process. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, like, it's so, like, the static is so loud in your ear that you can't hear, like, what the other person is saying. Because the goal it would be, like, one person would ask questions, and then the other person would be blindfolded with the headphones on, with the words. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. Okay. You know, future updates to come, I would say. hmm On that one. But, other than that... Go write and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. But do you want to go ahead and get up on into your story, Savannah?
1: Uh, yes, I do. Um, And my story actually was inspired by the trip that I took. So.
0: Ooh, I'm excited.
1: So there we go. Um, I don't think, I think we only had like one Hawaiian story before, right?
0: Definitely, I the, remember the Night the Marchers. Night marchers yeah yeah
1: yes um i can't well, remember this at one, the top of
0: my head if there were any more but definitely the night marchers
1: yeah yeah that's the only one i can think of too but um and no i did not see any so good good <laughs> i'm glad uh so i decided since i was on i was on the island of maui um that i was gonna look into maui the demigod
0: Oh, my, so. I just watched Moana yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding.
1: Yeah. So, honestly, okay, the first time, or, like, honestly, I've, after I've seen Moana, I did not know, like, how much of it was, like, true to traditions and mm-hmm. stuff and, like, real. And, um, yeah, like, I didn't realize, like, how much of it kind of was, i love that like i didn't know that maui was a real demigod
0: Demigod, yeah Mm -hmm. and
1: he yeah he was or is slash was i don't know um only he
0: only he knows for real
1: (laughs) yeah exactly um i mean like the island they have in the movie moana i'm pretty sure that's just a made-up island but it's like Mm -hmm. it's tahit Oh, it's Tahiti. Like, yeah, they're like. No, that's a to, real island. That's a real place. Yeah, Tahiti is a real place. And then, oh yeah, Tahiti um, is her name. Tahiti is yeah. So that's where, um, like, I think that's where they got the name from. It, but regardless, because oh. um, they sound so alike. Like I don't know.
0: I don't either, but I feel like it's in <laughs> a different language. Because here, listen, True. you you hit me on the right day because I watched this movie literally last night. <laughs> And okay, well there you go spoilers cuz i'm sorry y'all need to have already seen this movie uh, in my yeah. opinion when taka is like nice i mean Tafiti is nice her name is Tafiti, but when she's mean she's taka so i always assumed that was like a language and like te fiti like fiti and ka mean like probably good okay. and bad or something like that but okay. i i you know i don't have any research to back that up but that was my thought process yeah Well, I I didn't didn't
1: really look, I didn't look too much into that, but now I want to.
0: Um, yeah, same. (laughs) You know?
1: (laughs) Um, and yeah, now we're we're back at it again with the Disney comparisons, because last, my last story, I compared it to Coco, so.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, listen. All I know is that Disney uses a lot of mysteries, myths, and legends, TM. They do. Um, in all of their shows, in movies, because, you know, Coco moana and i just finished loki season two and that had so many different legends in it so
1: okay and i i also like on the plane i watched brother bear i love that movie me
0: too it was one of yeah. my favorites growing up
1: mm-hmm. okay okay let's get more focused on my story so anyway, i we kind of <laughs> we kind of sidetracked there um but yeah, back to Maui, so Maui is a trickster demigod, um and he's like a Polynesian god, mm-hmm. so the stories of Maui, a lot of what I saw from from my little research I did um the stories come from New Zealand hmm. Interesting. um like the native um I don't the mori people right is that how you i believe that's how you say it i think so um of new zealand because they're the natives there um they are the indigenous people they um yeah have those legends but also in hawaii because uh native hawaiians and the indigenous new zealand people they are descended from the same from, like, the same people, basically, mm-hmm. um, that came from the same islands in eastern Polynesia. Oh, okay. So, like, they they have similar stories. And I didn't even really, like, like, that's just a new fact for me, you know?
0: I mean, I think that kind of makes sense just because they're kind of close.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. But, yeah, I just never uh, thought too much about it. But anyways, um this uh oh now I'm like losing my spot here.
0: <laughs> Tragic. Because okay. we got caught off guard talking about Disney and now it's all I can think about. I'm I know, I think that's what it in was. My head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh the ancient um hawaiians had a deep connection to nature and used these myths and legends to like explain how things came to be mm-hmm. I, I guess and the um the um ancient new zealand new zealanders as well um they uh like were just to explain you know how things are just like other ancient cultures did you know yeah so anyways yeah. in The first legend that I'm going to talk about, um, Maui, he noticed that the days were short because the sun was moving like way too fast through the sky. Mm -hmm. So he went to his brothers and he told them that he was going to catch the sun and tell it to slow down, basically. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you can't do that. Like they told him they didn't believe in him. Really? But then he went out and got a lasso
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he did it.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: So he caught the sun in a lasso Amazing. and it was like struggling to get free. Um, And Maui said that if you want to be free, then you need to move slower across the sky so that the days are longer and people have more time to do things throughout the day. Mm hmm. Um, and the sun agreed to make the days longer in the summer and shorter in the winter. Um, yeah. So, Maui he kept the lasso on the sun just in case he ever needed to go back and threaten the sun again. After oh, wow. that. So. <laughs> wow. So yeah, but yeah, he. Um, I guess he's the reason why we have longer
0: days. So. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty convenient that just happened. We, do we go forward? I don't know fall back we fell back
1: yes we did we went back (laughs) Um,
0: i hate it so thanks maui
1: yeah i know right he really just like helped us out in like this summer and then during this time it's like Mm -hmm. not that great Mm -hmm. but and can i also
0: just say from moana it's in the song and it's like he and i last sold the sun
1: i know no, I know. A- honestly, like a few of the stories that I'm going to tell are in that song.
0: Perfect. I'll sing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. These are I basically have like a few that are just like a short short little legends, mm-hmm. but um yeah. So, the next one um he he like lifted the sky up, basically.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, he noticed that the sky was low like, low to the ground, and that the trees were tangled in it, like, leaves would flatten against the sky. Um, it was kind of dark everywhere because oh. the, it wasn't high enough so that the sun could shine on everything. And people even had to crawl around because the sky was not tall enough to walk
0: oh. upright. Oh, Oh. okay.
1: Yeah, so um, Maui then, he went and visited a, like priest healer person and he got a tattoo with a magic symbol on his forearm oh. um and then he also went to an old woman and drank from a gourd mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> as you do me. you know <laughs> um to gain strength to lift the sky right
0: so that's what i need to do i need to get a i need to drink from a gourd
1: yes but it has to be from an old lady
0: oh okay well that can be done
1: yeah so he tried and tried to lift the sky he's just like pushing up on it right and he finally was able to lift it up and he pushed it um up and beyond the mountains lifted the edges over the ocean and it still remains in place today
0: thanks maui yeah i love not having to crawl around on all fours
1: i know right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um and they say that when dark storm clouds um gather uh they're afraid to stay too long in case maui comes to push them away
0: forever. Oh, they're scared so. of him everybody seems to be scared of maui
1: yeah well he he means business so even though he's a trickster he's really just yeah. helping people out
0: truly he's the man of the people
1: mm-hmm <laughs> Truly. So this next story, um, Maui's, his mom and his brothers, they would like make fun of him basically for being a bad fisherman.
0: Oh, so mean.
1: (laughs) They were like, you don't know how to fish. Like you can't catch a fish to save your life. So he decided to go out and prove himself. He traveled to the underworld (laughs) As you do, <laughs> of
0: course, of
1: course. Um, just casually, um, and he asked his ancestor for her jawbone, so he could um, use it as a fish hook.
0: Um. Okay.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't know why. Wait,
0: like she's dead.
1: Yeah. I, yeah.
0: Okay. 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 I was like, "Okay, hey, Savannah, can I use your jawbone real quick for my, my um." My yeah. Hook?
1: Well, it's his ancestor, so I'm yeah. guessing.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that does in fact make sense.
1: And he's in the underworld.
0: Yeah. Oh, I forgot he's in the underworld. Wow. He, <laughs> his ancestor must be really big.
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't know. But he, uh, she said yes. So he took her jawbone, mm-hmm. and he used it as a hook. Um, and he used his mother's like flock of birds as bait. <laughs> Okay. Um. So he was really determined to go and get, catch a fish. Mm-hmm. So he went out to search for some. He paddled around and paddled around and finally found the perfect spot. So he cast his fishing pole out and the jawbone immediately caught hold of something. Oh. So he's like, oh, yes, like I, I caught a fish already. So he pulled the line tighter and tighter. And it was like a really big struggle because like whatever he's pulling up was really heavy um and actually in some other stories some other versions of this story um they say that he was with his brothers and all three of them are pulling this and it was still like super heavy for all of them
0: oh it's not
1: so finally he pulls something up out of the water but it is not a fish Mm-hmm it is a whole island.
0: Oh. oh. Well, that's why it was so heavy.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying before in the beginning of this um, whole thing, these stories are like, they go with Maui, like, from Hawaii, and they also go with, like, new zealand so there i couldn't tell which one came first if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but some stories say that uh, maui pulled up the hawaiian islands and then other stories say that he pulled up the northern island of new zealand
0: oh interesting okay
1: yeah because i because there's um two islands in Mm -hmm. new zealand
0: I wonder what his family had to say about that. Because he might not caught a fish, but he caught an island.
1: Right. Like, right. I, I, um, there wasn't any notes about Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what what his family thought about that. But I would be impressed. I I mean, same. Yeah. See, like, he's just doing impressive things. And his family just is making fun of him.
0: Right. They're just such bullies.
1: Exactly. Um, okay. So, next story. Which this one's kind of, this one's pretty impressive too, if I'm not going to lie. Maybe not as impressive, but yeah. So one day he was fishing with his brothers um, and he noticed some smoke rising from the top of one of the mountains. So he wanted to find out why there was like smoke. So he rushed to the top and discovered a hen, like a bird um smothering a fire and trying to hide it
0: oh my gosh it's hey hey
1: it could be yeah but this bird is smarter mm. yeah so.
0: it's pretty dumb Can't yeah. lie. yep uh, but that's why i assumed because you said it was sitting on fire to hide it so that's pretty yeah. dumb in my yeah. opinion but
1: <laughs> yeah um oh and side note there were a lot of chickens on maui the island.
0: Yeah. You know, I think I actually knew that fact that there's like a bunch of chickens there.
1: Yeah. I love There's chickens. just like feral chickens running around everywhere. It's crazy.
0: Oh, to be a chicken on Maui.
1: Honestly, true. <laughs> there's even signs that said like, do not feed the feral chickens. <laughs> like, it's like oh.
0: <laughs> that's so that's the feral chickens. Uh
1: so, anyways, he yeah, this this bird is like trying to hide the fire. Um, So Maui, he stuck around to see if it would happen again, but the hen saw through his plan and she noticed that Maui wasn't on the canoe with his brothers. So Maui tricked her by putting a log that was like the same size as him on the canoe. Mm -hmm. And um, then he like watched from like behind the bushes or something. Um, as the hen, like, gathered sticks and leaves for kindling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then he went and caught the bird and he was like, tell me how to build a fire. <laughs> like, okay. how'd you do that?
0: <laughs> he can pull up an island, but he can't build fire. Is that, it's, it's giving. he can't do what's very necessary for him to live, but he can do just about anything else.
1: Yeah, well, this story actually is from, like, the creation, like, the first fire like the first creation of fire like oh, how to build okay. it okay so i guess only okay. no this hen hate. yeah
0: no hate to maui for not knowing how to do a fire nobody did
1: yeah nobody knew how so he's he's like one of the first to know how but i guess the the animals knew how somehow
0: mm-hmm.
1: so uh he yeah so he caught the hen and demanded like tell me how to do this so at first the hen tricked him and was like telling him to do it wrong um, Ooh, but eventually you are
0: getting tricked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get, the, tricking the trickster. It's just not working. <laughs> um, but then eventually the, te- the hen like hold, told him how to start the fire and he quote unquote discovered fire. <laughs> wow.
0: I mean, so, that is very impressive, but I would I say mean, it's more impressive for the hen, not for Maui. Sorry. That's what
1: I'm, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, but then he punished the hen. Oh, Maui! Yeah, by branding the top of her head until the feathers were burned away. Oh
0: my god!
1: Um, so now the babies of this bird, the um, alai birds, uh, they are bald-headed to this oh. day. And I looked up a picture, and yeah, like when they're little babies, like chicks, mm-hmm. they have like a little bald spot.
0: <laughs> Aww, that's adorable.
1: Yeah, but Maui did it.
0: Yeah, that was me and Maui for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like this bird really helped you out and you oh, just burnt it. Okay, so I have one last story. Um and this one is a little bit of drama. So
0: Gimme the tea. We love
1: that. Okay. So there was this evil eel named Kunaloa, and he was angry at Maui's mother. Um, and Maui's mother is named Haina, and she did not accept his proposal to like live with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, well, Why would I want to live with you? You know, right. <laughs> so literally. After that, Maui drove him away and was like, get out of here. Just leave my mom alone. Um, But Kunaloa still, like, longed for her. And he thought that if I can't have her, then no one can. Typical. Literally. Typical. So, he came back and he appeared at the cave that she lived in. And... Created like a diversion, like a a dam, basically to flood the cave and drown her.
0: Oh my! Goodness. Wow.
1: <laughs> drown okay. her in her own home.
0: <laughs> Very savage.
1: So Maui saw, like I guess there was a warning cloud above the cave, and him and his brothers went to go save her. Uh, they got to the cave and like Maui cut the dam down and chased him away. And they threw rocks at him. We're like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody was like, okay, Kunaloa is gone. Like, he's dead. We can just relax now. So, Haina, she rejoiced and she laid in fields of sunshine. She's just, like, chilling out, enjoying herself. But, plot twist, of course, he's still alive. I
0: was going to say, How we is not dead.
1: I know, I know. It's like, why did you think he was dead? Just because they ran him out of town. Right. Out of town. just
0: because they threw a rock at him, he's not
1: dead. Yeah. So anyways, he's still alive. So he um, snuck up on her and chased her around through the forest until mm. she was lifted up into a tree. So she got into a tree um, to safety, kind of. Mm-hmm. And she called Maui and was like, come get this guy away from me. <laughs> so <laughs> he came and cut the eel into pieces.
0: Oh, good.
1: <laughs> and threw them into the sea. So okay. like, okay. This
0: time, I believe it.
1: Yeah, he's finally dead. Um and it is said that each piece became a new creature. Oh. So the head of the eel became a fish, the mm-hmm. tail was a conger eel, and the body of the um was the monster, a monster of the sea.
0: Oh, monster of the sea. So
1: so yes, those are the little Maui stories I have for you today.
0: I really love that so much.
1: I yeah, love Maui. yeah, you can definitely like, uh, like listen. If I listen back to that to the song that you were referring to, yes, it's called. Some of welcome. these are definitely listed in there.
0: Oh yeah, they are. They all like. They, I mean, I think every single one is. Yeah. I I know the sun, the sky, the eel. He, the tattoos, obviously, I mm-hmm. really think all of them are in there in the one. Yeah. So I yeah. love that. And I love that it's, you know, they're actual like myths there. I love that. Yeah. They're like real stories. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so what a fun, happy story you had. Right? I know.
1: Oh, I do have one more thing to mention. Um, I don't know if I, I think I skipped over it. But um, Maui, the island, is actually named after him.
0: Yeah, so. and I was going to say, is Lahaina named after Haina?
1: Oh, my gosh. Wait, I probably. didn't even think of that. Maybe. probably.
0: I would say, my guess is yes. Wow. <laughs> so. Oh. Yeah. Probably, but, um, wow. Well, I guess moving on, um, there's no, I was looking for any way to segue there and Honestly, there just was none, because for me, you know it's my story. We're getting a little dark.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: getting a little dark this time. Um, This time, I mean, every time. Not really. But for you today, I have the legend of the S.K. Pierce Mansion. Dun, dun, oh. Dun, dun. So, okay, this mansion, it is in Gardner, Massachusetts, up there up north um and so in this city um on 4th west broadway sits the iconic sylvester k pierce house aka sk pierce house um so to even begin we'll just close your eyes and picture like a really tall really dark gray evil looking mansion And that's precisely what the SK Pierce mansion looks like. I'm imagining it. (laughs) It's a very creepy, dark vibe. We'll post pictures on Instagram so you can see it. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's even, it's creepy from the outside, too. It almost resembles, if you've seen that picture, of that, like, black house beside the pink and purple, like, really vibrant house. Yes. It's giving the black one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, that's the vibes we have. But um yeah, let's just jump right on in, shall we? The house was originally built back in 1873 for obviously Sylvester K Pierce. Um so I'll call him SK or Pierce throughout the rest of the story. But this guy, he was the leading man for all chair manufacturing ever. Ever? <laughs> yeah. Like, he purchased his own factory at the age of 25, which is pretty much unheard of, even back then. And it's actually located right across the street from this mansion, his manufacturing plant. So, Mm -hmm. you know, with the factory up and running, he quickly became the town's richest and most successful of all time. And he actually made the town of Garner, Massachusetts known as Chair City, even today. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, he was a big influence, to say the least. Um, And, you know, because of this and the time period, it did, in fact, take three years to build the house, which is oh. a long time. Um. And very, very fun fact. There was a bunch of famous people, really random famous people, that came and visited this house because everybody knew who the chairman was. Because, I mean, it's the 1800s, there's no internet, and so people really like to, like, show off by, like, buying things for their house and then showing off their house, you know? Like, mm-hmm. furniture and, like, just houses in general were kind of, like, the big thing. Like, ooh, I don't have a fancy sports car, but I do have this really nice chair. <laughs> <laughs> so- yeah,
1: it's funny. It's funny that you call him the chairman though. <laughs>
0: Well, he is the chairman.
1: Because it's like, chairman is also a word that means something else, too. <laughs> True.
0: He's the chairman of Chair City, though, you know? like Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, in a good way. Um, but some of the famous people to visit this mansion include U.S. President Calvin Coolidge and <laughs> oh, wow. famous artist Norman Rockwell.
1: <laughs> As I said,
0: very random, like, group of people. Many more people than that, too. Those are just the two names that I recognized, so... um, And this mansion, during its time, was also a pretty well-known meeting place for the Freemason Society, Um, so keep that in mind. And, you know, obviously, we as women don't know much about that, would Mm-mm. love to, but apparently that's where the Freemasons of, you know, Garner, Massachusetts, that's where they met up. Um, So, it's been very popular throughout all of time, including today. And it's nearly seven thousand square feet, so it's literally huge. Um, and I did say it took three years to finish. It has ten bedrooms, and it was a one hundred man job. And so a hundred men every single day for three years came to build that house. Jesus, that that's a lot. <laughs> like a uh, hundred men. How can a hundred men even work on? Like that's how big it is. You know, yeah. like it's I can't even grasp the concept And he
1: said 10 bedrooms
0: yeah 10 bedrooms
1: who lived in there
0: um s.k. pierce and his family and he was him rich. how big of a family did he have well so let's get into that so s.k. pierce um he had a wife named susan and they had one son <laughs> together um okay. yeah and they were so excited to move into this house so this is like original like right when the house was built they had one son there will be more in the future okay okay um, but he was already alive. So they were very excited to move into this house. And, I mean, can you imagine, like, being, like, a regular regular person and all of a sudden you're, like, a millionaire and you're moving into your brand new mansion that you just got built for you? Yeah. that I mean, that is crazy. I mean, that's my whole entire goal in life. So, you know, Susan, <laughs> she was very excited. But, unfortunately, only three weeks after moving in, Susan mysteriously got a bacterial illness that ended up killing her. Oh, no. Just randomly. I know. So she did not get to enjoy the house, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so about a year after Susan's death, S.K. Pierce got married to a different woman named Ellen. And Ellen was um, 30 years younger than S.K. Pierce. What? 30 years younger. So he How was 30 okay. when she was a baby. Um okay. Yeah. But you know Ellen power to you girlfriend cuz I see the vision. <laughs> I I do see the vision.
1: Okay. And side note like these people people back in the you said the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It was the like, 1800s, but yeah. Remarried that like so quickly. So
0: quickly. Like it was a year. Like guy, I mean a year isn't horrible. But like it's not great. Yeah. You know, like, sorry, you needed to go see a therapist. Yeah. But Ellen. he
1: probably, he probably needed a wife. So he, you know,
0: cause, um, he, he's not going to take care of the house and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> he's exactly. a man. And, exactly. <laughs> right. And there is another reason why, um, oh. he wanted more kids. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so Ellen, you know, she was young, had to be, um, and so they had two kids together. So that totals three kids. Um, wow. Well. So five of them in a ten bedroom house. They uh, each have two bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, they each have two bedrooms. And more than likely Ellen and SK share a bedroom, so Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> they just have bedrooms galore for fun. Um so moving forward into the future, in eighteen eighty eight, SK Pierce died. Um, leaving everything to Ellen. Her goal. I actually don't know that. I'm that was just me. That was me talking. Yeah, honestly that
1: I mean but I see the vision. Like, that would have been my goal.
0: Exactly. Like, Ellen, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> but really, sadly enough, she actually didn't even live. But a couple years after um, S.K. Pierce died, she passed oh, wow. away. Yeah. And I and I couldn't find how, but she was young. So I don't it had to be something. But also it, but the times, you know, people didn't live long anyway. Yeah. But anyway, when Ellen died, this led to a whole disaster, um, with the three sons and like who was going to take ownership of the business and the mansion. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, even worse than all this death is the great depression. Um, the great depression broke the business. Um, it folded. Chairman was no longer, you know, church city wasn't nearly as big. As Mm -hmm. it was during the Great Depression. And um, the youngest son, Edward, took the mansion. So at the time, during the Great Depression, things got really bad, even for this extremely wealthy family. Like, these people are millionaires. And they went down just as easy as everybody else. So that just shows you how bad the times were. And it actually got so bad that Edward turned the mansion into a boarding home. Where drinking, gambling, prostitution, just about anything you can really imagine, went down here. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a big enough place, you know, might as well. Why not? What else are you going to do? I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um. Allegedly, there was also some murder going on. Uh, What? Yeah, and so one of the most famous murders is said to be... That of a sex worker at the mansion, and specifically, she was said to be strangled in the infamous red room. And so the red room, if you can probably guess, is a red-colored bedroom on the second floor. So that's, like, the most famous and well-known death. But another one, which, strangely enough, also happened in the red room. Um, There was this Finnish immigrant named Ino Sari, and he burned to death in the room. And so we'll get into how he burned to death in the room in a minute. But I'm fast forwarding this story a whole entire hundred years. So Ino Sari burned to death in that room in 1963. Oh, okay. Okay. Jesus, like, mm-hmm. this, so this place was still being used as a place like that a hundred years later? Well, I think at that point it was like a bed and breakfast. Like, it's been many things over the years. Okay. But, yeah, no, it wasn't like that. But he still caught on fire and burned to death in that room. But here's the crazy part. And it's not that he caught on fire. It's that nobody knows what started the fire that killed him. And the determination of the police and the fire chiefs and stuff like that was that it had to be spontaneous combustion. Oh, wow. So they you... really think that he just caught on fire just yeah, randomly? Yeah, they do. They really do. So if you don't know what spontaneous combustion is, basically doctors and scientists can't really explain it, but it's where some people just catch on fire from the inside of their body and internally combust. And some people think this has to do with, like, having alcohol in your system and then doing something and like that could be like the cause of the fire, but that people don't actually know. And people also don't really know if it's even true that people can spontaneously combust, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, see, whenever I hear about that,
0: it just seems far fetched, but I don't know. Like, I guess it could happen. Well, in this case, there was literally no other fire damage in the entire room like nothing else was on fire just him only him and he he had burned and that was it so that's weird it was really weird so you know that's just a whole side mystery to this story like who even knows what's going on there um but there is also a story that goes around about a young boy who drowned in the basement and there's not much information other than that but i saw it on every place i looked there was a little boy who drowned in the basement. So, not good. But given all of this death and activity, you know, throughout the years of this house, many guests have noted lots of paranormal activity going on. As I'm sure you probably guessed. Yes. Um, of course, we got the typical, you know, the voices chanting, which I don't love that. Um, full body apparitions, moving furniture, slamming doors, footsteps, all the typical things, but then we also have some of the not so typical things like making screens fly off windows, like really big temperature drops in rooms, like 20 degrees in one second, really foul odors randomly, like in a room caused from absolutely nothing. And probably the weirdest one people have described hearing is, quote, unquote, the ominous roar of a lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. A lion? Uh-huh. That's what they hear. They said, we can't describe it other than literally it sounds like a mean lion. And they say when they hear the lion, they can hear it so loud that the, it actually shakes the house. Like it's an actual noise that physically moves the house.
1: Do so. you think somebody had brought a lion in there during mm. its crazy during, like, the crazy times?
0: Well, that is a question. You know, I don't... Maybe. Possibly. But
1: also, okay, actually, that might not be as, like, you know... That probably didn't happen because, you know, during the Great Depression, how are they going to get a lion to North America?
0: Well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Just thought about that. But, yeah. but, I mean, really, who knows? But the explanation that they have, at least people, what well, they say that it could be is people actually think that it's the ghost of sk pierce himself making that noise to show his anger and like displeasure of the home that he created and like what it got turned into i'm oh, like wow. maybe but how's he was do- he, what, is he a, a leo like me
1: <laughs> maybe know. maybe he's just like he can do a really good impression of a lion maybe maybe so he's like i'm just gonna scream like one when do a do a good roar um (laughs) to get these people out because you know this is a fancy rich person house and i don't know why all these people are here exactly all these
0: disgustos yeah i could just imagine him because he you know he was a very like pristine proper man and he died before the great depression so he didn't even know the situation of why it had to become what it became exactly he was just big mad over there um So yeah, possibly a lion, possibly S.K. Pierce, who knows? I surely don't. Guests have also felt the pressure of hands pushing them, but nobody's around to actually push them. And so this little side story, when people say that they feel hands like push them or shove them or whatever, but nobody's actually there, to me that is like so hard to believe because I just feel like something such like a physical force like that is so hard to recreate until it happened to me. Hmm. Um, and I think that I have told the story on the podcast before, definitely. But in case you're new or in case you missed the episode, I'll tell you again, back in college, I used to be on a paranormal research, like investigation team. And we would go to these haunted places and do investigations like you see on TV. And at this one place that we were investigating, I fully felt um, a hand like touch my lower back as if it was a human being. That is so creepy. Yeah. So the situation in which that happened, there was like five or six of us in a room and the tour guys had told us that they didn't want to tell us any of the information beforehand to skew our judgments, you know, so they were like. We want you guys to go investigate this room, but we're not going to tell you why. And we're not going to tell you what happens there until after, which I personally like that because having no expectations, I feel like, you know, makes things a little bit more believable at least. Yes. So, Yep. yeah, but they told us to go in the room and like lay down far away from one another just and just see if anything happens and lay down like on the floor. And we were like, okay, I mean, whatever. It was a really big room. So we did that. We were able to separate. We all laid out in different corners of the room. And we laid there for like 15 minutes and asked questions, did all the normal stuff, and nothing happened. Not even one thing. Not even one weird, what was that noise? Nothing. So 15, 20 minutes pass, and we're like, nothing's happening. Let's just go back downstairs or whatever and meet up with everybody else. So we're standing up, and I stand up, and I'm waiting for everybody... To just, like, gather all the materials because, you know, we had flashlights and all this other stuff. And I just feel literally somebody touch, like, my lower back. Just a hand. It didn't feel like a push. But I could just, it maybe felt like somebody was, like, using me to get up off the ground, if you know what I mean. You know, to, like, stable themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I turned around, just assuming it was somebody, getting up off the ground. Because we had been laying there for, like, 20 minutes, you know. It might have been hard to get up. I don't know. But nobody was around me, not even close, not at all. And, like, that feeling of just my heart absolutely sinking into my butthole because I was like, guys, something just actually touched me. And I, like, that was, it was horrifying. So we go back downstairs, right, meet up with the rest of the group. And the tour guides were like, okay, so there is a male ghost in there and he likes to touch women, so... That's one reason. That's one thing that we didn't tell you about that room, and why we didn't is because they had sent a group of girls up to that room. Oh my god. I know. So, yeah, it was a really weird experience and so yeah, I when people say that they are pushed or touched by a ghost, I I know what they mean, even though it sounds really really crazy, honestly. So, yeah. But
1: that is wild. I just yeah, yeah. I would hate that.
0: <laughs> yeah that place is so scary yeah um, it, it's the bellamy mansion it's, oh yeah so yeah. go listen to that episode if you haven't i don't and know we have a, a video right oh, we do have a vlog there too yeah yeah we do and actually yeah i did tell that story when we were in that room in the vlog okay, i remember yeah. i did so creepy creepy and hate it luckily nothing happened i've been back to that place many times since that investigation. And nothing's ever happened again. So, that's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was my brain, but I just don't think it was because I felt it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, moving back to the mansion, Um, paranormal investigators have, you know, been there many times at this point, and they all agree that whatever spirit or energy is in the house is very powerful. Because The things that they do are pretty much all like physical like things. And one really, really, really common thing is that the furniture, which is really old and really heavy, he was a chairmaker and most of the furniture in the house is like original still. And so it's from the 1800s. So AKA it's heavy. And this furniture is often like every single day rearranged, moved around, pushed around, not where it was left. So, these ghosts are just moving these chairs around, which yeah, I think that's, is funny.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess it is funny. It's like just messing with the people who... Because I kind
0: of also imagine it might just be S.K. Pierce himself being like, these are my chairs. Don't touch them.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. Are they the, the original
0: chairs? I mean, there are original chairs and there are not original chairs, both in the house. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Both are moved, though. All, all of the above are moved yeah, around. Yeah. Um, and also, everybody who goes into the house today has to sign waivers. Um, because, you know, in case you can't hurt, they can't be liable. Um, Is it
1: in case you spontaneously combust? <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, can't, can't sue the house. No. <laughs> um, they also have dolls in the house. Um, and they are said... To also move around the house. Hate that. Absolutely hate that. And that is just like, is it evil or is it just one of these ghosties playing a trick? Because if I was a ghost, I would love to move a doll around to scare you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: honestly, like if I was a ghost, I would just do random little things like that to to freak people
0: out. Right, like I don't want to think I would be a mean ghost, but it would kind of be funny if I could really, you know... Scare somebody mm-hmm. but anyway something else weird is that they have found old artifacts in the house and all of these artifacts have been found with the masonic symbols on them and so i couldn't find much information on like what these artifacts are um and that is weird there's just a lot of secrecy surrounding freemasons and so this house has a lot of stuff to do with that, and there's just not a lot of further information other than there's some things going on there with having to do with the Freemasons. So, that's weird. Um, this one, you'll love. There's a ghost cat. Meow. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yep, people uh. hear meowing, but there's no, there's no living cats that live in the house but people hear meowing and they can feel a cat rub up against you oh <laughs> little
1: ghosty! no cat. that's cute
0: i know i know and so some of the common ghosts that are seen is literally every sk pierce family member
1: <laughs> um well.
0: you know susan very common she's probably the most common ghost which good for Susan because she only lived in the house for three weeks but at least she's enjoying it in the afterlife you know Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. at least she gets it now (laughs) I guess um but people also see all three of the sons people see S.K. Pierce all the time and Ellen everybody even if they didn't die in the house they say that you can still see them so crazy um, over the years, many different people have owned it. Every single one of the owners have talked about the, their odd experiences that they've had here. And today, they do tours. It's like a preserved mansion or whatever you want to call it. Like historical, you know, kind of like kind Folly. Yeah, War. yeah. Um, And during Halloween season... They open up a haunted attraction in the entire basement of the house. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, we just missed that one. So mm-hmm. maybe next year. Um, but apparently that haunted attraction in the basement is really, really, really scary. And the waiver that you have to sign is like 10 times the one on a regular tour. Because apparently people have gotten hurt. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> and okay. they do blame the ghost, actually. Like, that they were going through a haunted attraction... And like furniture was moved during it like knock people over (laughs) what i don't know all this stuff and i'm like okay that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy so yeah like i
1: mean i kind of want to go just to see what would happen but also that's scary
0: (laughs) it's scary but honestly worth it i would would get a chair thrown at me to prove something oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) um and so the house also you can rent it out for paranormal investigations that's what it is. Also, mainly used for today. Um, unfortunately, there is a wait list to get to stay there. And currently, as of right now, it has about three thousand people above us. Oh wow! So 3, we need 000. to get—we need to get on the list because, honey, they are booked and busy. <laughs> booked and like
1: busy. how long? How long would that take? Like years?
0: Probably like two or three. Jesus. Yeah.
1: I mean, so some people, you don't to think some people on that list are not going to fall through. For right? sure. Like,
0: for sure. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it could be like one year. So I'm going to yeah. get us on the list. And, you know, if okay. we have to decline the offer when the time comes, then we decline it. But we might as well get on the list, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's what all those people think, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Um, we just like slide them like a $5 bill on the counter. We're like, let us it, in. Yes. They're like, yeah. this, this is not enough. We slide them a like a we make them our own chair and we're like, this is for S. K. Pierce. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is the legend of the S. K. Pierce mansion.
1: Wow. The story of the chairman. The chairman and
0: the chair city. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hmm. crazy. And it's so funny also that I decided to do a story about Chair City when we were about to go to the furniture capital. Of the yes. entire world the other day I was
1: just thinking I was thinking about that when you said that he made chairs <laughs> And it too. was like the chair city And I was like we live right by the most Like the um... The
0: new chair city basically
1: <laughs> Yeah like, well it's, the it's what's Furniture, it, the furniture
0: capital of the world or whatever Yeah but if you think about it like if SK Pierce Was alive he would be here in, He in, probably would Like he would be there Selling his chairs Crazy absolutely crazy yeah. But yeah mm-hmm. Um, go check out our Instagram to see pictures from this week. Um, yes. Right and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. And also go to our YouTube and leave us a little comment. I want to know yes. what are some stories that you guys want to hear. Let us know, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really have anything else for this week. What about you, Savannah? Mm, nope. Okay, well, then I suppose we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.